Hello friends, welcome to yet another episode of Modern Sisyphus, the podcast that talks about my weight loss journey and how I feel about it. I'm your host, Selena, and the other host of the show is here. Hi, Larray. Well, hey there. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm fantastic today. I love it. Have you been enjoying this awesome weather that we've been having? <laughs> yes. It's been so Quite awesome. Nice. I love it. Great. So let's dive right in. Progress report for this week. I have lost not one, not two, but three pounds. So what? yes. So I am at 189 pounds, which is exciting because, Lorraine, do you want to say why? Why? Because I reached my goal, <laughs> which means I got to buy socks. What? Yes. So and can you refresh your goal for me? So for every one of us that want to relive our goal setting. The, yeah. The goal was when I reached 190 pounds, I would be able to treat myself with a pair of socks. And the reason why we said socks is because socks don't really like change with your weight all that much. <laughs> um, and, and working out, right? They feel really good on your feet, especially really quality socks. Yes. So I got to buy them and I bought them. I bought some Bombas and I got to, I bought, they have a, it's really cool. They have a LGBTQIA plus line that they are doing. So there's, I think, eight different designs and what else is cool is you buy a pair of those. They donate a pair to a homeless teen who identifies as LGBTQ and they want to um, like give back and give um, when they can. So they're really cool. I'm looking at them right now. They are, uh, what's it, crew? Crew socks where they go kind of up the calf a little bit. Uh-huh. And at the top it says Bombas in a rainbow flag and uh then it's got like rainbows around it and stuff on a black sock it looks really cool and I haven't worn them yet because I was like I'm gonna put them on during the podcast so that I can describe what they feel like since I'm really excited that I'm reached my goal yes super excited about that yeah but it was really cool because when I stepped on the scale and I saw 189 I was like what I'm already, I'm already like started on the next one. This is exciting. No flipping way. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm putting on the socks. Oh my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> they are for actually very. For those of you listening right now, Selena's putting socks on. I'm putting socks on. <laughs> <laughs> on the feet. <laughs> Because, you know, it gets cold here in 75-degree weather. Oh, shit. It gets for real these cold. <laughs> okay. 
They're on. Yeah. They're actually really comfortable. Oh, dang. Yeah. Who's getting spoiled now? And if you would like to see these socks, I will post a picture on um, like our Facebook and our Instagram so people can see these socks. And then I will give a shout out to Bombas. Heck yeah, I would. Yeah. So do they feel really comfortable? They like describe them to us. Like, are your heels feeling very comfortable? Is it like nice around the arches? Do you have enough in the toe box? Like what you got going on? They are very comfortable. So when I look at my foot, the top of the foot says, says Bombas. And it has a seamless toe. So that's important. Why is that important? Why is a seamless toe important? Yeah. Uh, because so when you are a, when you run for a long time or do exercises for a long period of time, seams can rub on your feet or your toes or cause uncomfortableness and sometimes even blisters. Okay. I'm no, as weird as it sounds, I'm kind as weird as it sounds, I am connecting that feeling with what you're saying. So I felt that, didn't know what that feeling was. Come to find out it's that. Yeah. And that answers why I have calluses where I have calluses. Yeah. When you wear shoes for a really, really, really long time and you have a big thick like seam um in your like on your toes, it rubs across your toes. It's kind of like why, like, it's really important to like you know have enough room in your toe box when you're in your shoe if you're exercising because your feet can swell. You know, your feet swell like one to I think is one and a half times your normal size, and that's why you always go a size up when you're doing like running shoes. So um, yeah, because you can get a black toe and your toenail can fall off. Not that that always happens, but you know, that's why they have seamless socks. <laughs> that is so cool blowing my it's, mind right now it's kind of like that and like you know how like your t-shirts like your sports bra should fit really smooth and snug and if you're a dude like you should wear you have like your t-shirts really light but you should always wear like a wiki shirt versus a cotton shirt because otherwise your nipples get chopped and bleed huh <laughs> so I had, a friend in, <laughs> I had a friend in college that would no shit like love my favorite person in the entire world but as a dude you have to be really aware of like what t-shirts you're wearing if you're a long distance runner because like girls have sports bras that keep everything in place right if you have like a shirt that's not tight like that's why some guys wear like tight shirts is because it rubs you know and chafes and like i'm not even kidding you poor dude his first like our first like 10k i think or longer like it was hot and this is fresno so you know it's it's warm poor guys like nipples got super chapped and uh they have little nipple covers you can hold you can cover them with as well so that like you don't get chapped or sore like chest so what you're telling me is the whole episode of the office when andrew bernard is talking about his chapped nipples and at the end when you see them all bloody like that's, that's accurate real. whoa that's a, <laughs> that's a real thing yeah they are like that's why you have like you have like stuff that you can put like on your 
you know, right next to your armpits where your sports bra is or different places that like shit gets trapped while you're running because it's a repetitive movement, especially if you're running half marathons, you're running for two hours. Okay. So my decision to not run half marathons nor full marathons is a good one is what I'm hearing. Well, I think it's, it's, everybody should experience one, one race. Not necessarily half marathon, but maybe even the 10K or a 5K because there's just this electric excitement that is at the starting line and everybody's there and everybody's super supportive and they're like, oh my gosh, we're all going to do a thing. And you go do a thing and you come back and you see people along the way that you've never like, you've never met in your entire life. I saw running my last half marathon, this like 70 something old woman, 60 something old woman. Mm -hmm. No, she's got to be at least 70. She had like, Orange and red hair. She reminds me of my like great aunt, to be honest with you. Like Irish looking, like very milky skin, blue eyeliner, Irish fire hair, and a visor. And she's pushing a um a stroller thing with I wanna say her chihuahua was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something really fun and exciting about a race. And it's just a bunch of people that you never know, but y'all have one thing in common. And you get to talk to strangers along the way, or people write things on their t-shirts. It's just kind of a really cool experience. Like, it's not, it's not for everybody, but I think everybody should at least experience a 5K. Walk it, run it, do whatever, but there you go. So, it's fun. So, don't discount a half marathon. No, not at all. And (laughs) not at all. I think it's great. I have a friend who runs marathons, and she has run a marathon just all the time. You know, she's one of those people that's constantly doing them. And I would watch her kids occasionally or just go to support her. And I've definitely been a part of, you know, the receiving end of seeing people cross the line. And also I'm very observant. So I definitely would look and see who, who all is running this race. When I started running, a long time ago and I got into it and I would just run everywhere because that was how I was seeing weight loss results last time I was doing this. And the farthest I ran was eight miles. And I said, I'm only five miles away from doing a 13, you know, a half marathon. And I did consider doing America's finest city half marathon, but then I was just, I, I'm like, I don't think I could do 13 miles. That's, that's a lot. So I don't discount them. I don't think, I definitely think they're great. They're awesome. I would be open to doing a 5k, but a half or full props to the people who do that. I know someone, I work with someone who does ultra marathoning and to hear his training plans and everything is just wild. I think it's amazing. I just, you know, it's not for me. I'd rather work out two or three hours doing something else personally. Um, but kudos. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you'll change my mind since you've been changing my mind with a whole bunch of stuff. And we'll, this time next year, we'll be running a half marathon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely a time commitment for everything else. But you know what? Everybody likes their own different kind of cereal or for breakfast. So yeah. If, yeah. If, you know what I mean? If you like tricks for breakfast, awesome. Cocoa Puffs, their jam, go for it. As long nice. as you enjoying breakfast, I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So totally. Great. So seamless toe socks are awesome. So awesome. This has stay 
put technology, uh, so far they're staring put, they're not moving. Um, so around the arch, so in the middle, so if you're looking at the sock and you're wearing the sock on your foot, in the right. middle of your foot, they have honeycomb arch support. And honeycomb arch support? Yeah, so the fabric is it looks like a honeycomb that goes around your arch area of your foot and it supports your arch. Right on. And I can feel it. I can feel the difference if I move my foot around. I can feel that there's a difference in that area. Cool. Um, why stretched? I'm sorry. Why stitched heel? So there's something with the heel, which I would imagine would have to do with the same reason they have the seamless toe. It's just better for performance. Probably. And then, yeah, just really good cotton. So, nice. so far I'm liking it. So now, um, how do you feel about, how was it like feeling like, yes, I can finally buy my mini reward. What was that like for you? It felt really good. Yeah. I bought them that day and I was really excited because I've been working for how many months to uh-huh. to get a little reward and it felt motivating as well as uh-huh. soon as I bought the socks and I saw that they were going to be like shipping to me and everything and since I was at 189 pounds, uh-huh. I thought, what is the next goal going to be now? Because I can, oh. it's attainable. It, you know, I thought it's attainable that I will be able to do that because I'm seeing results. I'm motivated to exercise. I'm motivated to look at the diet and do the diet more, you know? So, right. It felt really good. So I felt good. I felt accomplished. I felt motivated and proud. So it's exciting. But I do want to think about what the next goal item is. What's the next goal item? I don't know. I I don't. I honestly, I think I'd be okay with doing socks again. (laughs) You know what? Um, because once you go good socks, you never go back. <laughs> um, yeah, fifteen pounds. Oh, what? You gotta make it work. You gotta make it worth it. You can't just go ten now. You can't go another ten. Well, what I'm thinking is, I'll go my other ten. Okay. But then, when I reach twenty. When I reach the next five or ten, doing a halfway. So this is what I've been debating: is okay buying something or giving myself something because it doesn't have to be like I don't have to buy something. It's just a way to reward myself for reaching a goal, right? So yeah. that way you break up the big goal into smaller attainable sizes, right? Now, I saw this 
really, really pretty dress online. And it's really pretty, but it's also, it's not, you know, $15. It's a little bit more expensive. It's like $50. And what I was considering was when I reach my halfway point, my halfway goal loss is buying that. Okay. So my goal is 45. So should I, if I, not if, when, (laughs) when I get to 180, should I buy something smaller or should I try to aim for 175? Cause that would be my halfway point and treat myself with that dress. Yep. Second one. Second one. Yeah. Okay. Because then it's going to, like, I don't know. I think it's a really big deal, like, to go to the 15 and get your big gift to yourself, your bigger gift to yourself, versus, like, because it kind of takes the wind out of the air, right? Wind out, wind out of the air? Wind out of your sails, right? If you go, yay, I got 10, I got five more to my, like, halfway point. I don't know, unless it's really motivating for you to do 10 and then for you to do another five. For me, I would want to go for the 15. But that's just me. So what works well for you? What makes you happy? What makes you motivated? I want to go for the the 15 because I'm seeing results. Okay. It'll help to motivate me to aim a little bit higher. And that, to me, that dress would be worth it. All right, then. We got 15 then on the books. Awesome. Let's do it. 15. Okay. Now let us talk about measurements because this weekend I also had to remeasure because it's been a month. Okay. So kind of, are you excited or are you thoughts? Let me read the measurements and see if our reactions match up. How about that? (laughs) Okay. Okay. As a recap, On the 16th of April, this is what we had, okay? I'm going to go through it kind of quick because if people really want to see what the measurements are, they can go to uh, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So my thighs were both 27 inches. Uh My hips were 46. Uh Waist, 35. Chest, 40. Arms, my right was 14 and a half and my left was 14 and my neck 13 and a half. Okay. Sunday, May 17th, my right thigh was 27 inches. Mm-hmm. My left thigh was 26 and a half. Mm-hmm. Hips, 46. Mm-hmm. Waist, 33 and a half. Mm-hmm. Chest, 40. Arms, my right was 12 and a half, and my left was 13, and my neck was 13 and a half. So, where I saw loss was in my left uh-huh. thigh by half an inch, no change in my hips, my waist, it was 35, and now it's 33 and a half. So I had an inch and a half loss. Nice. Yeah. No change in the chest. In my arms, on my right arm, I had 
a two inch loss and my left, I had a one inch loss uh-huh. and my neck, I had no loss. Hmm. So the, the biggest surprise to me was the waist. Uh-huh. That wow. was, I thought I would see inch loss in my hips because my pants have been feeling looser, but uh-huh. I'm also not surprised because that's that's mainly where I hold all my fat. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is slower to show, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, the arms surprised me as well because I I just I wasn't expecting that really. What are your reactions? I was just like, I'm super excited because you kind of your body's pulling fat from all over, so it's showing me that it's like using a bunch of energy from all over. You know what I mean? We also talked about your hips and your legs too because you use your legs and your hips a lot, and we also talked about like I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't lose a lot like the weight as much in your hips first and your legs because you're using your glutes, you're using your hamstrings, you're using your hip flexors. You use those parts of your body all day, every day. And then when you work out and you do hit routines, you use those parts all day, every day. So, um, like, you might be losing, you might not even lose inches there for a little while, but you're converting from, remember we talked about, like, fat to muscle or lean muscle mass to non-lean, right? Um, you might just be gaining a lot of muscle there. And then one day you're going to be like, oh, shit, like, it's melting away kind of a feeling. So I think I'm pretty stoked about it. Dude, nice job on the waist. Nice job on the arms. You're just leaning out. You're just leaning out. Yes. And that is how I kind of took it is when I took the the measurements, I was just saying to myself, you're losing weight and you're losing inches. I'm happy. I'm honestly just happy that I'm seeing results. That this is working. That's what I'm excited about. I've lost nine pounds in two weeks, right? Cause no, yeah. Six, seven, eight. I've lost nine pounds in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing results. I feel really good. And that is what is nice is that feeling good. I'm, I am, I am as my personality. I am very ambitious when I have a goal and I know what if I have a goal and I know what I want, I'll do what I need to do. And then when it doesn't happen, I don't understand why. <laughs> so yeah, I get that. yeah. So I know what I want. I want 150 pounds. And so I'm trying not to think of the 150. Now that I'm seeing results and I'm getting excited, I'm telling myself, just take it one day at a time. Don't think about the big picture. That's kind of where mentally um, I'm having a little bit of obstacles is because I'm so excited and I'm so happy that now I'm like, I want 10 more. <laughs> and it's like, well, slow, slow down, slow down, sweetie pie. All right. Um, so, so yeah, pretty, pretty good. So we'll take those measurements again towards the end of June and see what those look like then. Interesting that you've also changed your mindset about measurements too. You were not a fan when I originally suggested you take your measurements, I said, you know, we're taking measurements, right? And you're like, 
No, I don't want to. <laughs> and when you're like your mindset with that is totally different too. You know what I mean? Yes, and I thought of that as well in the moment where last year I mentioned where I took my measurements and it was Evane remembers that day very well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's just my way of being like here she is. She's letting the world know. Um but you know when I took my measurements last year and I really didn't have any loss. In fact, I think I I gained an inch somewhere. It was debilitating. That stuck with me. And yeah. it's amazing what just being kind to yourself and saying kind things and embracing them, how much that changes. Because it was just a month and a half ago, I was just like, no, I don't want to do measurements. And I was able to do them on Sunday with really no issues. So Uh for that, I have to say thank you to you because you really helped me to get past those roadblocks. And also thank you to listeners because they're all a part of this support system and they're all a part of this and it's, it's working and I hope it's working for other people too. You know, if they're listening and they're, they're having these roadblocks and stuff that they're able to take that and and help themselves and become better both inside and out. Um, if you're crying right now, a little sniffle would be perfect. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking like, I was like, you know, before anything really changes, like, especially in my line of work, people come in and like want a big change and you have to address mindset. And that's, that's usually the first thing that you address before you start seeing big changes in like for me, like it's big changes in posture movement and I educate clients and understand. So they understand what they're doing and where they're going. And then they end up changing their mindset about what they're doing. And they're usually much more successful when they first set their mind up the right way. That needs, you know what I mean? Changing their mindset, changing their perspective, changing it from a victim mentality, from a denial, from whatever negative, wherever you were and changing it to a more positive, you know, light, happier stage, more enthusiastic. I think you putting the foundational work into doing some mindset work as we're going through this, especially from the beginning, dude, prop. Good for you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, just, you know, um, to talk about this week just really quick because there hasn't been a whole lot of changes. I'm still in ketosis and I did have to, I'm finding that what happens is on my weekends, I kind of fall out of ketosis and I think it's because I'm just not as active. So I'm not hungry. So I'm not eating. And so my body just naturally falls out of ketosis because I'm not giving it fat to eat, to, to like, feed off of or fuel off of, I guess. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, so I increased my fat and got back into ketosis and, and I don't fall out of ketosis completely. I just don't produce as much ketones as I do later on in the week, but I did tweak up my diet a little bit, just kind of added some variability in there. Now that I'm comfortable with being in keto, um, really excited about this. I found some keto bread. So, you know, I've been making some grilled cheeses. 
up in my place <laughs> because I was missing bread so bad. But I found some keto bread. And it only has like one gram net carb in it, which is amazing. So nice. yeah, it's really good. And yeah, that is pretty much there. And oh yes, there is one more thing that we needed to talk about. And that was, I had a goal of running once, right? Trying to run one time this week, right? Okay. So let's talk about that. Now I didn't, I didn't run this week, Uh but I did do dance classes, online dance classes. And I did that for 45 minutes, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, took a break Monday, worked out Tuesday. I was, oh, and I worked out Wednesday. And then I took yesterday off. I was planning on working out yesterday, but then I had to take my cat to the vet. Don't worry. She's fine. So I didn't run, but I did, I did work out. And the reason why I didn't run is because I was just, I was, I, I, I say I'm going to run and I get really excited to run. But then when it comes time to actually drive to the place that I go running with everything opening up again, I'm just nervous with being around other people And if I get dizzy or uh, lightheaded, I just don't want to put myself in that situation right now. Yeah. And I was really, really feeling the creative juices that happen when you dance. And it felt so good. I did Aaliyah Janelle's choreography to Savage. Dude, so much fun. And I found some other routines that I can learn that are just really I'm loving getting back into and I felt a difference working out with that than working out when I'm not when you're not on the keto diet really yeah I did feel a little nauseous Uh uh-huh a little bit and I did I didn't get lightheaded, but I felt a little weak. Um, maybe I, I fatigued easier, which when I work out, I get in the zone of working out and uh-huh. I'm, I'm just like, you can throw anything at me and I will do it. Um, but for this, I was, I was finding that I was kind of fatigued a little bit. I, I took a little bit more breaks as, uh-huh. as the week went on. I I think my body acclimated to it. I would also make sure to kind of meal prep before my workout so that after I was done working out, I didn't have to wait really long to eat right. and replenish as soon as possible. But regardless of all of that, it felt so good to move and so good to just be in that space. And I will... Um. And after I cooled off and everything was fine, I still felt that 
alert activity focus that you get when you're in ketosis. Um, I'm like never tired. I'm never tired. <laughs> I'm always awake and active and everything. It's it's pretty wild how you think you have enough energy and then you experience this and it's just like dang. Uh, so is that is that acceptable, Lorraine? That I did dancing instead of running? Yeah, because it feeds your soul too. Okay. Yeah, because don't forget, like exercise is not just like. I have to do this because I have to. Like, movement is medicine for your brain, your body, your soul, your heart, your mental, like, all of that. And that's a whole different discussion. But, yeah, like, dude, if it makes you happy, freaking do it. Okay. We might want to discuss what you just mentioned about feeding the soul and, and the whole, every aspect of your body. I am one of those types of people where I set a goal and I like to stick to that goal and I feel bad if I don't do exactly what the goal is, even though I say flexibility is important and all of that. And it is, and I am flexible, Uh but I feel like because I told you I was going to do it and because people expected me to do it, I kind of broke the rules by changing it and I feel kind of bad and I feel like I shouldn't, but I also do. <laughs> I don't know uh, how to deal with that cognitive dissonance. That's dumb. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but don't worry about it. Okay. We'll talk. We'll chat. Okay. We'll, chat. we'll, we'll discuss that yeah. in the future. We will go ahead and um, dissect we'll that. that a little bit. We'll talk about how, okay, so next week we'll talk about um, understanding why you felt nauseated and all that kind of stuff. We mentioned it last week discussing um, using fat as a fuel source and that kind of metabolic action with using fat versus carbohydrates um, because it's a little bit longer than just what this little podcast, this, you know, we can't smush this all together. So we'll end up talking about that too next week. Do you want to hear my analogy on fat for fuel versus carbohydrates yes i would love to okay so super fast uh think cars versus trucks um diesel trucks so car you have like high octane gas right it's really hot it burns fast you know it's like the 80 you know you have the 89 or 87 or 91s you know high octane and then you have the high performance gas and it burns hot and fast really quickly and high performance vehicles go real fast real quick but then you have to cool on down for a while you know they can go short distances super fast um that is kind of like your carbohydrates it's a really readily available source of fuel it's you know it's a glucose it's a sugar your body takes it breaks it down boom and it's got energy fat you have to like it takes longer for it to break down and to use you have to actually use oxygen with it to um, to break it down a little bit more. So think of like a diesel truck. Like it takes a second for it to warm up, takes a second for it to get going. But like a semi truck, you know, is designed to run across the country and run 24 hours. You know, some trucks run like 24 hours a day, all day, every day, and to deliver things across the country. That's kind of like a diesel engine. That's like your uh, your um, your fat versus carbohydrates, high octane versus. Um, Versus like continually low and like a steady source of um, energy. 
So we'll talk a little bit more about that, like an easier way to, to understand it. I won't get crazy diff- technical, but we'll, uh, we'll have a little, you can, it'll be a better understanding on, on what the difference is between the two and why you got nauseated and got need to take breaks. I look forward to that. Sweet. I actually thought of another analogy. What? <laughs> so, uh, using carbs as fuel is like a cheetah. Cheetah runs short bursts really, really fast, but only for so long. And then it takes a while to cool down because it just uh-huh. got up to like 70 something miles an hour. And then I believe it's uh, like, they're either a type of like maned wolf, maybe hyenas. It's a type of canid in Africa. They will slowly wear down a prey animal over a long period of time. So instead of like real quack, quack, real quick, five second, seven second run, they're talking minutes and minutes and minutes because they want to wear down the animal that they're chasing until they just become exhausted and then they give up. Well, they can't run anymore because their body won't let them. Yep. Okay. I look forward to it. That sounds great. I am going to continue with uh, dancing as a, a way of working out for the following week just because I am loving it and it is working me out. I am sweating. I'm checking my heart rate and it is up there and I'm just really loving it. So I'm going to continue with that. I'm going to say my goal for the next week will be two times, two times in a week. Um, And uh, I will revisit with that next week with you. Yay. Okay. So now we are going to um, kind of revisit everything that we just discussed because this was a big episode. So we're just going to revisit that really quick. Sound good to you, Lori? Sure. Awesome. Going forward into the next week, I'm going to continue with my keto diet. I am going to work out two times next week or within the next week. I'm going to make sure to work out two times and I am going to weigh myself on Sunday, which are my weigh-in days. And it was a big week. Um, I lost weight. I found out I lost inches. I got to buy socks. We talked about the goal going forward. The next time I get to reward myself is at a 15 pound loss. So that's exciting and an additional challenge. So I'm looking forward to next week. I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm not dreading it. I'm not anxious about it. I'm excited about it, which is different than, you know, even a month ago, but Hey, it's all good. If you would like to see pictures of my socks, also, if you want to uh, kind of follow the keto diet, I might be 
posting some fun things about my carb, or I'm sorry, my macro counts and all that fun stuff, you can uh, head on over and like our page on Facebook. It is Modern Sisyphus Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at, at modern underscore Sisyphus underscore podcast on Instagram. And if you're a little shy, you can go ahead and email us at sisyphuspodcast at gmail.com. As always, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your week to listen to our show and spend some time with Lorraine and I. We all have our boulder. We are all pushing it. And I want to tell you to just keep pushing it. Just that little bit each day makes a difference. You got this. I got this. We can do it together. All right. Thank you, Lorraine. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye. Have a great weekend, dude. Enjoy Memorial Day weekend. You too. We'll have to talk about that next week. We have, you know, we have a lot on our calendar to talk about. I like it. (laughs) More reasons to talk to you. Yay! Are you learning anything? Am I, like, teaching you anything at least? Uh, hell yeah. Okay, good. I'm okay. Like, am I a blabbering? No. Are you actually learning anything? Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.